0: This podcast is presented to you by Revolution Students, the youth ministry of Queen City First Baptist Church. For more information, log on to www.fbcqc.org. Well,
1: if this is your first time joining us, we are in the middle of this series called The Gap. I just kind of want to give you just kind of a a heads-up direction of of kind of where this thing has been and kind of where it's going. Um, The Gap is this thing where, where, where my life is this, 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 and this. But God's Word says I'm supposed to be this, 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 and this. And and in between the two, there's this gap in our lives from who we are to who we're meant to be. And over the, the the past couple of weeks, we have slowly took taken some steps to kind of to kind of bridge the gap to, to try to partner with you and allow you to become the person you were created to be. Let me just say this: if you have missed any of the past messages, uh, whether you weren't here or you had to be gone or whatnot, let me just kind of kind of help you out a little bit. If you're a, an Apple guy or girl and you have an iPhone, um, go to your iTunes store and download this thing called a podcast. It's an app. You'll download it. You'll go to the search menu and type in Revolution Student Ministries. When you get there, you'll see um, our podcast kind of pop up. You'll click on it and you'll hit subscribe, and you can get all of the previous messages that that, that we have spoken about. Um, If you hit subscribe, everything that, that we teach about on Wednesday night, you will automatically get it that next couple days. Um, if you are an Android user, um, you want to download an app called IPP, um, and it's kind of the same thing. When you download it, you'll open it up, search for podcasts and Revolution Student Ministries. Again, you'll subscribe to it, and whenever we post a podcast, it will be immediately pushed to your phone. Um, just saying, if you have uh, not been a part of our Sunday morning series called Identity with Brother Mike, it has been absolutely incredible. These two messages, these two series, they complement one another um, beautifully, and we have a podcast set up for them. It's First Baptist Church, Queen City. You can go in and download that and you can kind of stay current with where we are going on a Sunday morning series. Um, tonight, I want to talk to you about something. I posted a tweet earlier this week to kind of set the groundwork of, of kind of where we're going tonight. And, and I want to ask you this question. It's not a show of hands. It's not, a, it's not a big shouting out thing. It's just something for you to get your internal mind starting to think about. Um, a, a lot of us, when we gave our heart and life to Jesus Christ, when, 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 when we got saved, um, it was absolutely incredible. Uh, You were excited. You were fired up. You were pumped. uh, You were reading your Bible. You were praying. You were coming to church. And then possibly over a little bit of time, it's just kind of slowly just filtered down. It's not what it was. You're not near as passionate. You started with a bang, but right now you're just kind of going through the motions. If that is you, or that has ever been you, Tonight is just for you. I want to tell a story about a guy I met um, several summers ago. His name was Delbert. Um, Delbert was an alcoholic. He was um, a meth addict, and he was homeless. Um, I'll never forget when I first met him, I started asking him some different questions about him. Um, he was homeless. He was on the street, and he started telling me about his alcoholism, his, his struggle with meth, um, and everything else. And then I kind of changed the subject to, to talking about the Bible. And this dude was a biblical scholar. Like, he knew everything that, he knew more about the Bible than I do. Even up till today, you could ask him about stories, about verses, about people, and he could tell you almost every detail that was going on the things that happened before it, the thing that happened after it. Absolutely incredible. And I left that day after I met him, like completely and totally confused. I'm like, what, well, something doesn't make sense? This dude knows so much about the Bible, but yet here he is, homeless. Drug addict alcoholic it doesn 't make a whole lot of sense and then as i 've lived a, bit of, a little bit of life and, and been plugged into to student ministry sometime it 's starting to make sense. You see every year we graduate some college kids, and there 's been a lot of college kids that have graduated uh, f- from this student ministry to going to college and, and there 's something that it 's absolutely incredible. Is These were students that were plugged in here. These were students that served. These were students that were leaders. They served at Sea at the Pole. They were in our High Five for Christ puppet team. Uh, They served in in different avenues and venues all throughout the church. They were here faithfully. They made this student ministry what it was. But yet, a couple months and years possibly after they graduate from, from this student ministry and they're in college or in the workforce They have nothing to do with the Bible. They have nothing to do with the church. They have completely and totally just straight up drifted away. But let's make it a little bit more personal. There's a lot of you guys that come here every Wednesday night. You're faithful. I can count on you to be here. You listen to the Word of God. But there's nothing different about your life. You're still the same old, same old, doing the same old things. You're not being changed. You're not c- growing into the person you were created to be. And you got to ask yourself why. Why does this happen? Like, what's the common denominator that 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 the reason so many people fall away and so many students? Don't move forward. There's a lot of people that seem to think that, that, that it's this simple thing of, of listening to the Word of God. Like Billy, you know, they graduate high school and they go going off and they're not really listening to the Word of God. And hear me, that sounds perfect. That sounds like, that's the answer. But I can show you adults across the world, across the church today that are faithful to be here Sunday mornings and Sunday nights. They're listening to the Word of God, but their life is not any different. Their life is not changed in any amount of way. It's kind of the same thing for you guys. You're here every Sunday. You're listening to the Word of God. But again, there's there's nothing changing in your life. so, So apparently, listening to the Word of God isn't going to change you to become the person you were created to be. Let me just say this. I think a lot of us are living out... James chapter 1, verse 22. I think a lot of us could say, Billy, that's my verse. But hear me on this. It's not the first part. It's the second part. Listen to this. James chapter 1, verse 22. says this. But be doers of the word. That's not some of you. You're this next part. Not hearers only. That's where a lot of you guys are fitting in. You're just hearers only. Not that first part. That doesn't go to you. You can claim this verse. Be doers of the word, not just hearers only. For the longest time, this was Billy's, this is where I lived. This was my life first. I went to church. I was faithful every Wednesday and Sunday. I never really studied the word of God. I never put it into action. I thought just going to church and being around good things and listening to good things, I thought eventually I'll become the person I was created to be. But it never turned out that way. It never turned out that way. The guy I was telling you about a little bit earlier, the homeless guy, he was homeless, an alcoholic, and a meth addict. He could tell you every Bible story that is found in the Word of God. He was a hearer of the Word of God, but he wasn't a doer of the Word of God. Hear me. If you never want to become the person you were created to be, hear me. If you never want to become the person you were created to be, Never study or read the Word of God. Never study or read the Word of God. And it's just the direct opposite. If you want to become the person you were created to be, it is very simple. The way that you become the person you were created to be is by reading and studying the Word of God. Hear me on this. You will stagnate in your growth if you are not reading and studying the Word of God. You will stagnate in your growth if you are not reading and studying the Word of God. I want, to, I want you to see this process played out in the life of Joshua. Joshua was an incredible guy. Um, the predecessor, of the guy that was before him, was this guy named Moses. Him and Mo- God and Moses were, were BFFs. Uh, that they had an incredible relationship. Moses did some of the most incredible miracles. And then Moses died, and God said, Joshua, you're my man. You're going to lead the children of Israel into the promised land. And Joshua was like, what the mess. I can't do this. Man, I'm inadequate. I don't have what it takes to lead these people into the the promised land. You've got to be kidding me. And God comes and he says, hey, you and me, we're going to do this thing together. And I love what he says. God gives him Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Listen to this verse. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. Let me just say that again. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. How many of you ever listen to a song and it's going along and, and one of the words they use doesn't make sense. Like you're like, I like my word a lot better. Like, like you ever do that? Like like Christian songs, like I change them words all the time because I'm like, I like my version a whole lot better than, than that version. Anybody ever do that? Am I the only one that's like, Okay, good. Oh, thank God. Yes, I'm not alone in this. Yeah, we do that. When I read this verse, like I don't think it should say mouth. Like, I think it should say this book of the law shall not depart out of your heart. I mean, that sounds good. That's like implanted. It's here. Your mouth, that's kind of just does nothing but spout off. Your heart, man, that changes everything. I think it should say, say, it should be your heart, not your mouth. The rest of this verse, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. But you shall meditate on it day and night. And I want to talk to you a little bit why he says mouth instead of heart there. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night. When we hear the word meditate, we have a, a different version of kind of what they were intending. Um, our version of meditate is kind of impacted by an eastern civilization coming over here. And when we think about meditate, it's like, mm, or stuff like that. That's not the biblical definition of, of kind of what they meant by meditate here. It literally means to, to, to murmur or to Um, mumble. It means kind of talk to yourself constantly. That's what it really means. But a lot of times when we think when you mumble that that it's kind of a negative thing, I want you to understand that that there are times that mumbling can be a good thing. This word meditate here, it means to talk to yourself. So that's the case. Listen to what this verse says. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall talk about it day and night. Let me read that one more time. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night. That's the purpose of meditation. It takes you from just hearing the Word of God to making it a part of your life. And that's how you begin to close the gaps in your lives. One of my favorite people I love to listen to, his name is Willie George. George. He said it this way, the Word of God was not given merely to come to you. It was given to become you. Let me say that again. The Word of God was not given merely to come to you. It was given to become you. Listen to me. There are thousands of people across the world today that have heard the Word of God. And they'll never be different. If you want to be different, it's the people that make time and study and meditate and talk about the Word of God every day of their life. David in the Old Testament, uh, was a, the Bible says, was a man after God's own heart. And, and most of the book of Psalms, this is what he says over and over and over again. It says, bless the Lord, O my soul, all that is within me. You see him saying this over and over. What's he doing? He's meditating. He, he's murmuring. He's, he's talking about this. Listen, because he understands if you want to be different, you'll start by putting God's word in your mouth. If you want to be different, you'll start by putting God's word in your mouth. What you continually say with your mouth will eventually be imprinted on your heart. Some of the biggest battles in your life and in my life is the battle of your mind. Your mind will confuse you. Your mind will lie to you. Your mind will condemn you. Your mind will take you into places you should never be. But listen, God being who God is, knows this. Remember, he created you. He formed you. He knows how you were made, and he knows how you were wired. And God gave us one of the most important tools to help us control our minds. And a lot of times we don't think about this, but it's the mouth. Listen to what 2 Corinthians 10.3 says. For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God. Listen to this. And take every thought captive to obey Christ. Now, I can try to explain this. But there are sometimes videos do it so much better. Y'all check this out. If we could turn that backlight down, please. Scott.
0: made of approximately 100 billion neurons, the same number of stars that exist within our galaxy. The human brain monitors and regulates all of the body's actions and reactions. With over 5 trillion chemical operations occurring every second, and signals being transferred at speeds of over 260 miles per hour, our brain is rapidly analyzing and responding to all of the sights, sounds, and smells all around us. Now, because we are all born slaves to sin, our mind has been programmed to behave out of selfish desire. The way we think, dream, reason, and act are limited to the ways of this world. Now consider the facts for a moment. For every behavior we experience, Our brain creates a neurological pathway as behaviors are repeated those pathways become increasingly more stable think of it this way a single behavior maps out a dirt road in your brain creating a basic pathway for your thoughts to travel but as you repeat behaviors your brain builds a highway allowing for an increased volume and frequency of thoughts to move about resulting in your day-to-day actions. In order to change our behavior, we must reprogram our brain. It requires the deconstruction of existing highways and is a process that takes time. The Bible directs us to take every thought captive and to commit daily to the renewing of our mind through the power of God's Word. And in time, the result is the formation of an entirely new neurological roadmap, leading you to the life you were meant to live.
1: I want you to get this. When we meditate, when we read and study the Word of God, when we murmur it, when we talk about it, when we speak God's Word, we force our minds into a certain way, a godly way of thinking. And when we begin to do this, listen to what Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 says. It's the end of this verse. So that you may be careful To do according to all that is written in it. I mean, in everything we've already talked about a little bit, listen to this. If you do that, if you start reading and talking and speaking God's Word, if you do that, for then you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have good success. Hear me. When God's Word gives you a promise, you can bank on it. If, if you're wanting to be changed, if you want to start to become the person you were created to be, you can hope it, you can wish it, you can get new friends, you can go to new churches, you can do everything you, you can imagine. But if you are not reading and studying the Word of God, you will never become the person you were created to be. It's the truth. Your life will start to change. And in that change, you start becoming the person you were created to be. I wonder what would happen if James one twenty two if we got this thing flipped now. Most of us in here for a long time have just been hearers only, not doers of God's Word. But I wonder if we would start living this verse out. But be doers of the Word, not just hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Hear me. If you start meditating and studying the Word of God, that meditating produces change. That change starts to close the gap And you start becoming the person you were created to be. If I get you to close your eyes and bow your head, tonight was not long. Tonight didn't have a whole lot of content, It, it was very straightforward and to the point. Listen to me, there are so many of you guys. And you are just hears only. That's it. You come in here Wednesday after Wednesday after Wednesday. You hear, you listen, you go, and you are never changed. Some of you have been the same way since the 7th grade, 8th, ninth, 10th grade. There's nothing different in your life. Listen, you can hope, wish, try your best. I'm going to be a better person, Billy. But it's not going to happen unless you get plugged into the Word of God. When you start making time to study and let God's Word tell you who you are. So I'm curious today is there anybody? That you're like, you know what? I'm with you. I'm with you. I I need to be changed. My life was the same day in and day out until I started making and spending quality time in God's Word. That's when my life changed. I'm curious if anybody would make some commitments tonight to say, hey, God, I have not read your Bible in years, but I'm committing to you tonight. I'm surrendering to you. I'm not going to live for myself or anything else. It's you tonight. If that is you, then I want you to know I'm going to pray for you. We're going to close the service after we do this time of invitation. And we're going to have a time of prayer over you. But God might be laying something else completely different on your heart. Whatever God is stirring, whatever God is moving in your heart and your life, you can do it there in the chair. You can come up to the altar. You can grab a sponsor. Whatever God is doing, you be obedient to him.